Hey there, guys. I'm Bobby. I'm Steffi Steph. That's right, and we are on location. We are walking. Well, I guess we didn't say we're between two teeth. We're walking around Dallas. We like to be mobile, so we're on the move with this version of Between Two Teeth. <laughs> Steffi Steph, what I wanted to talk about, you just wrote an article on Substack about values. What, what encouraged you to do that? Well, for me, a lot of the decision-making in life, it stems off of a value-driven life. And I was talking to a colleague on Friday about purpose and values and meaning. And so kind of heavy conversations, of course, for a Friday, but that kind of got me thinking. And you start to look at the decisions you've made and the, the, the consequences from those decisions, and you really start to appreciate values. Speaking of decisions, we're walking around, and I always get lost in downtown Dallas. You were actually fantastic at navigating. I get lost down here, but I guess that's kind of a... What's that called when you're like, well, it's windy as the Dickens here. It's like, well, which way should we go? Which way should I go in life? And I really liked your article, how you talked about values in how you were raised, values that you attained from your parents or certain schools or institutions or coaches versus when do you figure out, is that serving me well or is it not serving me well? Yeah, that's well said. And when I look at my own values, I, I always, and this is, this is where it gets kind of nuanced, I always look to people, other people or establishments or whatever, my parents, coaches, teachers, to give me my values and to tell me how to how to lead life kind of and i think that can work for a touch of time but bobby what happens as you grow up (laughs) i don't know i'm still trying to i'm still trying to grow up i think but one of the things i like that you talked about steph is being a people pleaser and how that sort of came into play right so when you're a people pleaser it's uh, you try to mirror the values of the person you're talking to, and you try to real quickly assess what is this important, <laughs> what does this person find, you know, hyper important in life, and and how can I please them the best by aligning with those values even temporarily. But what happens is it, it's okay to have uh, or embody someone else's values even if you go, oh my gosh, I love that idea, that sounds great. It, it can fall apart though when you're challenged in life. And what I found is the values of others were great uh, when the decisions and the consequences were small, but as they got bigger and bigger, it it started to change. You know, you really want to have values that, I don't want to be dramatic, not that you would die for, but that you're really impacted by. And I think, I like, I like what you're saying there. The, the other issue is... Uh, Figuring out when do things serve you well versus when are things not serving you well. And if you're, if you're efficiently moving through life, you should be learning things from your environment. And if you're kind of stuck in a spot and you don't fully understand, you know, how am I moving efficiently through life? Did what I did 15 years ago, is that serving me well? What's an example or what what was the crux that kind of made you say maybe I'm are you saying you're too much of a people pleaser and that didn't serve you well? You know I've had friends tell me to my face you're 
too much of a people pleaser. <laughs> and, and I look at them and I, you know, at the time I just didn't appreciate it. I might've been early twenties at that point, but here's the, here's the rub. If you're an athlete, oh, coaches want people pleasers. They want, you know, yes, sir, no, ma'am. Same thing with teachers. They want you to challenge, of course, but they all, at the end of the day, you know, a team has to share values. And, and so one of the things I learned, I had three big decisions for me, you know, kind of going through it. One was the decision on which sport to play and where. And I defaulted to kind of what my parents thought. And I had teachers that would, t- would give me opposite or alternative opinions on it but I couldn't hear them you loved playing soccer and you were told to run well I love playing soccer but I enjoyed winning <laughs> and so it's hard to win at soccer when you're five foot three it uh, it's not impossible and I know several amazing uh, women who, who do it at the professional level who are my height or shorter but it's definitely the exception and not the rule I looked at the lay of the land and my odds were higher with running Uh, for what I wanted to do with it. But yeah, you know, I, it comes down to decision making. Do you want someone else to make decisions for you? Then yeah, you better obtain their values pretty quick so you can align with them and go. But I think there is, there is something independent and there's something about fulfillment in deciding what your values are going to be at some point in life. You really start living your best life, I'd argue, when your values become a little bit clearer. Yeah. I, I think you run into trouble when decisions are made that are not consistent with your values. And I think I, what I hear you say is, hey, maybe hit the pause and reevaluate what is your value system? Is it yours or are you doing it just because? Because that's the way you were raised. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Oh, good. And, and here's and here's another uh, another finite point. Some people have said, "Well, stuff. If your values differ from your spouse or your friend groups or your parents, what happens if they're in staunch opposition?" I had a friend I had coffee with last week, and she talked about how her values, although she shared several with her family, some of her values, like playing sports. <laughs> Uh, and expressing herself in that that way uh, were very inconsistent with what her family thought uh, she should be doing. And, you know, when we were talking, I could tell there is there are inherent challenges when you differ in values with someone you love and someone you, you're not going to cut out of your life. That's where communication comes in. Probably talking it through and figuring out why you do what you do can be a positive thing indeed. So, well, I'm glad you wrote that Substack article. You are very creative, and you really, uh, you really dig deep into some things that kind of touch your mind and touch your heart. Uh, how can people find Substack? I don't even know how to do that. You know, I, I, I don't even know either. I just started. <laughs> just research it. Figure it just, out. Just uh, Google it, as my our, generation our would subscribers, say. Subscribers, they're brilliant. They'll figure it out. But just watch for things. Follow us on YouTube, Between Two Teeth. Follow us on Instagram at Be The Number Two Teeth. And check us out. Thanks, guys.